fun. Here at uh, Wedderburn, and I'm catching up with uh, Darren Carroll. Firstly, Darren, thanks for joining me. Pleasure, Paul. Always. We're going to do a little bit more going forward. Um, I'm going to get through the sales series when I want to tra- start changing up on loose lines and things like that, and I'm going to rely on you a little bit because... I used to pride myself on knowing most things about uh, harness racing in Victoria. I wouldn't have a clue sometimes. I turn around and there's that much happens in the world. But um, I'm looking forward to doing that. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad that you said yes to that one, that's for sure. So I've actually locked you in now on this, this conversation. You know that? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're just sitting around these days, Paul. I can't keep up with you. <laughs> I can't keep up with myself. It's not about that. It's about harness racing and celebrating harness racing. Firstly, yeah. congratulations today. Major fire. Um, and this is why I want to get you here. Uh, Alex Ashwood, Taylor French, uh, Liam Alder. There's plenty of people behind the scenes that do plenty there. Good win. Congratulations. I reckon you got yourself a very, very nice mare. Yeah, she's a lovely mare. Uh, we bought her from New Zealand um, not even a year ago now, and um, they've done a fantastic job with her. She probably went through the grades very quickly um, and then had a spell, and she's come back so good. Like She just looks magnificent. Uh, they even uh, put a bit of variety into her and sent her to the water walker for a couple of weeks and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, she just looks like she could be a really nice mare, and I think she'll be a very could prove me as well, you know, looking at her pedigree and we've already had a couple of people come up to us and say, when you finish with her, um, we wouldn't mind breeding out of her. So she's obviously got good lines and good crosses there somewhere. We don't want you to do that yet. We need as many horses racing and many high quality no, horses like that. Good. No, 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 no. It was interesting talk, talking to Alex too. He's going to go across to the George Johnson in Tasmania. That's a bit of the fun, isn't it, that you can get to now start travelling and, and see, you know, like different parts and, and celebrate it a little bit with these horses. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, plenty of fun. I enjoy uh, racing horses with good people and Taylor and Alex are fantastic to race horses with and, um, you know, as you saw, the horse turned out a treat today and, you know, LB gets all over the places to Madura on Tuesday. They, they place their horses well where they can earn, so which is good for the owners but good for them as well. They've had a bit of a change too. I think they... They probably freely admit they're probably doing too many, doing it too hard. Yep. Um, they weren't enjoying themselves. They've changed yep. it. It's for the better for them. We've got to make sure more people are aware of it. We've got to make the industry better for it as well, don't we? Oh, absolutely. We we need the young people of the sport, and um, you know it's important that um, they're enjoying it as well. But at the same time, getting the success that they deserve too. But they put a lot of work into it. Like you know, you talk about the hours um, that goes into it, and you know, I was just looking at the horse. Everything was immaculate. Like even the feet were trimmed down with a bloody shaver or something like that. And it's just like. You know, this horse just looks a treat. You know, if they go to that nth of the detail, I'm sure all the other trainers do it as well. But you just got to give credit to people when it's due. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the horse looked to make. Didn't look like it needed one or two runs. It looked like no. it was ready, primed, ready to go. Yeah. What is what is it, mate, with the industry that drives you? Um, you know, you, as long as I've been doing this MC job that I do, you've been given to punters clubs um, and things like that. You are a punter, so I mean, you obviously you obviously like the product. Yeah. But you're giving more and more than that now, and, and that's what I wanted to do, the, the chat about it. What is it about the industry that you, you find you know, so special? Oh, I think everybody says it's the people, you know, like you, you love the people and um, it's a bit more down to earth, I think. And, um, you know, I know with the variety of different trainers that I have involvement with and the amount of different owners that I get involved in, I just enjoy that aspect of it. You know, I love the punt. I don't um, shy away from that fact, and that's probably what got me in. But, you know, my family, both sides of my family were involved right from the beginning, so I probably had no hope. But if you go through it, it's just about you know the, the enjoyment you get from the people. You know you like winning, um, the competitiveness, stuff like that. It's, you know it's all aspects of it. But I think it gets down to the fact that 
you know, it's the people and I think that's why we do it and that's why we put the effort into some of the, you know, things like punters clubs and stuff like that and, you know, clubs like this are a good example, um, you know, how many volunteers they'd have working for these clubs, you know, like it's just endless and I suppose I was brought up going to country tracks like Nyer and Oi and Mildura and you saw all the, you know, involvement in the committees and things like that and you like to give back and the sport's been great to me and my brother Brett and the whole family so it's just one way that we think we can give back by doing the punters clubs and, you know, if we can get some enjoyment and show people that it's a good sport to be involved in then it's just a you know an added plus mm. love your answer um and and your honesty because your answer wasn't the punt your answer was the people and that was the honesty part and then you said in it well obviously the punt because that's a part of it to be honest it's how you make a wage yeah, i mean absolutely. so so it's quite interesting but your initial one is the people yeah have we, have, i could have, easily not own a horse you know um you know <laughs> it would probably be more profitable for me not to be but it's also giving back and meeting people and stuff like that and you know you, you don't go into ownership thinking you're going to make money but you think you can give back to the sport and that's what i think is really important have we lost sight of it though as an in, as an industry we are are we going like I I don't do the punt, and sometimes that could be to my detriment. Sometimes it might not be. I don't. I don't. I'm not a good punter. I don't want to be a good punter. It's yeah. just not what drives me. But I understand we need the punt to, for prize money and that. But have we gone just that little bit too far? That too far punt centric that we've actually lost sight of of what the product that we actually do have. Yeah, it's a really good question. Uh, you know, I think I've been thinking about this for a number of years, and I, I'm probably a little bit different than you. I think socially, um, one of the biggest. Uh, challenges of the industry is yep. is the punt, yep. and and that is that you know if you think about Melbourne Cup Day 25 years ago, everyone would have a bet, but now you know your percentage of the audience or percentage of the population that have a punt on Melbourne Cup Day is reduced yep. substantially. So, I think that's one of the biggest challenges that we've got is socially people accepting the fact that the punt is okay, and that not everyone who has a punt loses. Yep. Um, you can win on the punt um, if you do it responsibly, and I think that's one of the things we try and get across on when we do the punters clubs and things like that. That we, we want to do it responsibly and and try and get a win out of it but if we don't get a win then we've done it in a responsible manner and treated it as our own money and stuff like that and yeah I really think it's one of the massive challenges we've got in the years to come is that socially gambling's become you know like everyone loses the gambles well that's not the case Mm. no and look we say that we can say I'll never go away but drinking um, smokes have definitely gone Absolutely. away, so yeah, it, yeah. it can happen. And yeah. please, I, I enjoy punt too. Yeah. I, was, I was in Lords yeah. Heston. I, I don't mind the tables. I don't mind betting on horses yeah. when I know the horses. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not as driven around it, and that's yeah. why I like to ask these questions because I, I think the industry, we as an industry, we need to sit up and think about what we are doing. Mm. And then listen to other ideas. Don't necessarily say you've got the only idea and, and yeah. go that way and, and things along those lines. I think that's one of the, the key parts, and probably the message that you're getting out is is you don't have to own horses, but owning horses actually gives you a different side of it as well. That you're having you're having fun yeah. owning the horses, and there's two two ways you experience this sport. Or probably there's probably five ways you can experience yeah. this sport. I had a share in uh, Harley Blue that raced today, and um, went down to the stalls and saw Sean after the race. And there must have been about 20 owners there, you know, and, and all different age groups, and here to enjoy the day. And it's probably the cheapest horse I've bought into in the last 20 years. And uh, just to look at the smiles on people's faces and the enjoyment they're getting, and it's introducing new people to the sport. I think that's kind of thing that's important and you know Sean's done a great job with that mayor and uh, they'll have a lot of fun yeah and that's probably the other side of it there can be a bit of a struggle as people like Sean that do do an awesome job 
um, yeah. don't win week in week out yeah. but he does an awesome job with his horses he's a great bloke, he's a, he's a lot of fun we, as an industry again we need to market these guys make sure people are aware of them and yeah. if, if you want to get into horses that you can afford and all the rest we're coming up the yearling sales, you can go and buy yearlings and things along those lines we talk about syndicates a lot, it's not necessarily about syndicates is it, it's sometimes just ring your mate up who you know owns a horse and say listen next yeah. time you get offer, yeah. give me a bell well she was, uh, I'm sure Sean Wayne is saying, it's $265 for a 5% share and I got asked would you go in it? Well, well, I can't knock it back for that kind of percentage because I was hoping to run on Book Birdship Cup Day, which I'd love to. But, you know, that's the kind of affordability you can have. You can go from that extent or you can go to the yearling sales and buy a share in something a lot more expensive. But um, I think every one of those people that are involved in either that horse or the person that buys a $100,000 yearling is just as important because, you know, all facets of the industry, no one's more important than the other. I mean, I'm a firmly believer of that. You might say, oh, without the punt, um, we wouldn't exist. Well, no, I don't agree. We all are equal and we've all got to appreciate the fact that we've all got part of the piece or part of the puzzle to you know, work together and I think probably one of the things that's gone missing a few times over the years is some of us think we're more important than the other and that's not the case, yeah. yeah. No, I, to- I totally agree and I-, I find it quite interesting there. You didn't actually even mention the Birchup Cup it's just Birchup Cup Day is yeah. when you want to run if it is in the Birchup Cup. But, but, but that's, if it is a, we thought we'd have one in the maiden, but uh, she's probably over-exceeded our expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and go from it. But then another horse we are talking about earlier going to the George Johnson yeah, right. time-honoured yeah. race and never know, might end up at um, Menangle with some yeah. of those better-class mares yeah, later on as well. So, so that's an important part and we need to be able to celebrate it. Mate, thank you. Really do appreciate it. You hung around. Um, it's a great day here. So the people, yeah. some of the names, the, the life member committees, like I just interviewed Judy yeah. Bond and, and some of the stories that... I, like, and I think probably we take for granted. I think, yeah, I've got to get back into doing my old those yeah. old things. We've got to get, find out a few more of these stories about these people that have done so much for our industry. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, for instance, the, the race that we won with Major Five, the Simons family were even brought up at Wedderburn. I had no idea of that. Yeah. But just watching some of the interviews today and stuff like that, it, it certainly takes you back. There's a good crowd here. It's not excessive, but, you know, they've done a good job. They've got bus loads of people here today. Um, look out next year when they're back to their facilities. I'm not sure you've had a look, but, gee, they look magnificent. So if you're driving past, call and have a look because uh, just the elevation looks like it would be an amazing place to watch the trots from so I can't wait to get there next year. Mm. Mate, I'm waiting for you to be like me you'll be at every state, you're going to Tassie soon you South Wales, you'll be in Queensland, well you've been in Queensland for the Inter-Dominion, yeah, so you're, like, yeah, you're going to end up jet setting everywhere, you tell me you only watch the Victorian form, you're going to have to start watching I'll everywhere to, I'll have to renew my passport, I haven't, uh, haven't You don't need it for Tassie <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, mate thank you and um, as I said I look forward to, we probably won't ramp it up too much until about April but I'm going to cover off and uh, through the winter months try and guide people uh, into winners or fun in the yeah. industry and just highlight oh, some yeah. of the great achievements because there is so many great achievements that happen. today, um, Paul, 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 Paul Castle? Castle, so, yeah. Amazing. Like, yeah. That all said, it's 50th start today and they're the kind of stories, you know, even old Silver Domino, the grey horse that runs around nearly every week, you know. Yep. Um, but Paul Castle's winning his first race today. Yeah, Morrissey? 15 years, yeah. First yes. up for her. Yeah. Um, it's lovely to see that I suppose it's Wedderburn and it's a real Wedderburn day type thing with some of the grassroots people having a win but the Paul Castle story we need to get those kind of stories out there because we need those people in the sport and they're the ones that sort of disappeared a little bit over the time with you know we yeah, we lost our way a bit there I reckon. Mm. I caught up with he uh, Fiona didn't want to be in it I caught up with them. Yeah. 
It's one, I probably could have got a camera shot of them afterwards. I'm sort of half glad I didn't because there was, a, there was almost the tears. Um, and that 92 they started in the industry, and that is their first winner. Uh, He's two, no two, two kids to the horses. Well done to Barry Beasley and all the guys down to Zerang for keeping them so keen and so in trust, interested. You know, and I think that's the other thing. You've got to celebrate these guys that are doing a lot behind the scenes. I'm sure Baz and them, uh, once they finish milking cows, they're going to be sitting down having a quiet beer with him, and, and well done. But, yeah, since, since 1992, he's owned or trained horses. And is it 50? start today? 49th. 49th. It's okay, yeah, but it's just, they're just, they are just great stories. Uh, just very quickly, uh, the horse won the Cup, Pembroke. Uh, yeah, great uh, run. Good drive. Looks a very, very nice horse. He's a nice horse. Like, he ran second in the Cobram Cup. He, he probably got up in grade very quickly. So, like, even Cobram Cup day, he was up against it, you know, first up in that class type thing. He's only four-year-old, correct? Yeah. So, um, you know, invitation only beat him in the Cobram Cup, but they went hard a long way out, and you know, good job by Jack, like, to go to the death and then sit in the 1-1 and I have to peel. So, yeah, he went, hit the line really hard. So They've got some nice horses coming through at the moment, the Douglases. So. Mate, mine, Callan, might have been about the only horse yeah, he put in front He put in front of... Yeah. yeah, well, that's... Is young. that right? Yeah, in just saying. Pembroke? Yep. Wow. St. Flash, maybe, but, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, St. Flash, Torrid St. Torrid St. Sorry, I'll get the wrong one. <laughs> I got in trouble for getting the wrong one before, but... Yeah. but St. Flash was a nice horse, too. So, yeah, yeah, but, but no, he's better than... Yeah. But Torrid St. Wow. Yeah, so... I had no idea. Yep. Um, that's a fair wrap, yeah. and the interview's there, so people will be able to see it a bit yeah. later on, but um, it's very, very exciting, and it's it's one thing, I mean, you know, would he have gone around the Wedderburn track? Who knows? But um, pretty exciting for the club and that here, yeah. uh, and good for the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mate, thank you. Love, love chatting. Uh, we'll be doing a bit more of it, so thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks.